passion for sport. This is Cameroon Roars. It's our daily look at what's happening at the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations finals in Cameroon. And I'm Steve Vickers. Yes, welcome to the show, which you can listen to every day throughout the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations. And after an astonishing day on Sunday, it's day nine today. Group A ends with already qualified Cameroon playing Cape Verde and Burkina Faso taking on Ethiopia. And with those three teams all in with a chance of progressing. We have a focus on Ethiopia on the show today. We speak to their coach, Wubetu Abate. If we are one of among 24 teams here and the Ethiopian flag will one of that, uh, we are proud. That's coming up later, but yesterday was an incredible, sensational, stunning day at the Africa Cup of Nations. We had one of the biggest shocks ever at the tournament as Equatorial Guinea beat Algeria 1-0. Algeria, the defending champions, were on a 35-game unbeaten run. They were too short of equaling Italy's world record of 37. Uh, The last defeat had come in October 2018. Uh, They have to start again now, and more importantly, Algeria have to beat Ivory Coast in their final group game, otherwise they will be out. Esteban Obiang got the goal on 70 minutes. Algeria had many chances and came so close, but they couldn't score. At the 2019 edition, Madagascar beat Nigeria at the group stage. Uh, This ranks as a bigger surprise, and there were massive, massive celebrations for Equatorial Guinea at the final whistle. Uh, What a game, what a surprise that was. And in the same group, we had another superb contest as Sierra Leone grabbed a dramatic 2-2 draw with Ivory Coast, with Alhaji Kamara scoring in the last minute of stoppage time in Douala after a blunder by the Elephants keeper Badra Sangari, who fumbled the ball into the path of an opponent. Uh, first, Ivory Coast had a penalty saved early on, then Sebastian Haller put them ahead, uh, then Noah Kamara equalised uh, for Sierra Leone, Nicolas Pepe put the Elephants back ahead on 65 minutes, and then came the late, late equaliser. It's a wide open, this group, Ivory Coast atop on four points, Equatorial Guinea on three, Sierra Leone on two, and Algeria on one. Well, I'm joined by African football expert Solis Chukwu in Lagos in Nigeria. Uh, lots to admire about Sierra Leone, Solis. I mean, Sierra Leone are just a group of fighters, aren't they, Steve? You you can never quite count them out. And just when you think you can rest easy, I mean, even the bubbly pitch is coming to their aid now. It's it's crazy. Uh, on a more serious note, though, there, there cannot be too much praise for this Leone Stars team. Um, they were a little less compact um, against Ivory Coast than in their opening game against Algeria, I thought. That said, they showed much more quality in possession, which I suppose justified the trade-off. Their first equaliser was simply brilliant from Musa Kamara after a fine bit of skill. And even though their second was scrappy and sort of fortuitous, it was well-deserved in my opinion. I mean, so here we are. This is a twist nobody expected, but Sierra Leone will go into their final group game against Equatorial Guinea, which on paper is arguably their easiest, with a real shot of qualifying for the round of 16. Uh, that would be a fantastic achievement for um, John Kester and his band of diehards who they are always organized in that 442 shape always committed to the cause i mean we saw kamara clearing a shot off the line in open play uh i mean they never lack belief uh, to think that on the eve of the afcon all the headlines were um, of the coach talking about receiving death threats over his team selection i mean when you when you consider that you, you realize sierra leone have come 
a very very long way since them huge huge kudos to them and they've been they've been one of the outstanding sides of this competition so many great stories within that squad and in that team Steve Yes, they have. They'll need to beat Equatorial Guinea to qualify for the round of 16. And let's go to Group F in Limbe, where Tunisia thrashed Mauritania 4-0, tearing their defence apart. And man of the match, Wabi Kazri, France-based, scored twice. And the Gambia look highly likely to qualify for the round of 16 at their First Nations Cup. They drew 1-1 with Mali in scorching conditions. Uh, two penalties and a great point for the Scorpions, Solis. Yeah, somehow the Gambia fairy tale just continues on and on. Um, why they will need a point against Tunisia to make absolutely sure, it's probably safe to say they have done enough to advance to the round of 16 at this point. Uh, I mean, coming into this game with Mali, I thought there was a good chance they could struggle against the high press from the Eagles, and that's how things largely played out in the end. Uh, Mali were very much on top in the opening periods of the game, pinning Gambia back as they did in their first game against Tunisia. Uh, however, the Scorpions showed a stronger ability to defend the box in much the same way as they did in their opening win over Mauritania. And by halftime, they had come closest of the two teams to scoring. Uh, those two fantastic free kicks from long range that hit the woodwork um, in the first half. The second half was where all the drama came to the fore, really, with two contentious, but uh, in my opinion, fair penalties given one apiece to either side, but uh, when you come to think of it, how cool was Musabaro just calmly slotting home from the spot, a huge, huge moment for, for the tiny country, I think the Scorpions have made, been a massive credit to the competition uh, and there is an optimism to their game that, you know, when you combine that with their flair and speed on the break, makes them very enjoyable to watch uh, full credit to the players and to coach Tom St. Fitt. Yes, absolutely. So the Group F standings, the Gambia and Mali tied on four points, Tunisia on three, and Mauritania with no points are out. This is Cameroon Roars, brought to you by Passion for Sport. The show comes to you every day throughout the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations, online, on radio, and on our app. To download the app, go to the Play Store or the Apple iTunes App Store and enter Planet Sport Football Africa. And our website is planetsport.tv, and in the blog section there, Russ Bravo looks at the pressure of winning on the teams and how everyone can be a winner with faith. Well, today Group A concludes with Cameroon playing Cape Verde in Yaoundé and Burkina Faso taking on Ethiopia in Bafosam, both games kicking off at 16 GMT. Cameroon top of the group with six points. They've qualified already. Burkina Faso and Cape Verde both have three points. Ethiopia on no points, but they can still qualify if they win well today. And despite losing both games so far, they played most of the game with 10 men in their 1-0 defeat to Cape Verde in their opener. And then took the lead against Cameroon, despite then losing 4-1. They're back at the Nations Cup for the first time since 2013, and we spoke to Ethiopia coach Wubetu Abate. We are not strong like before. If you lose, we didn't lose anything, because the football, there is always, you lose or you win, nothing else. It's not the end of the world. So there is a tournament also ahead, next. So we will see uh, Ethiopia will be participate on the next Afghan. There is a political conflict in the country. It also affects the whole situation around there. But to be honest, when I see our flag on such a big tournament, like if we are one of among 24 teams here and the Ethiopian flag will one of that, uh, we are proud. 
So coming here to participate on this big tournament, that means uh, everything for the nation and for the people that are living and struggling with some conflict. So we are happy to be here. We are one of the founders of the African Cup of Nations, South Africa and Sudan and Egypt. We won also the African Cup and also we were the runner-up and uh, third place. We have the good experience. But 31 years back, we back to the African Cup of Nations. Again, now we are coming with eight years. Maybe for the future, we are backing with two or four years, hopefully. Uh, our football start developing. Now, actually, there is a lot of talent there. But uh, as you know, football, it needs uh, money uh, to promote or to do on the uh, better level. But now we are on the way to go there. So feeling that the Waliers are moving in the right direction, that's the Ethiopia coach, Wubetu Abate. And to find out more about their story, I spoke to Ethiopian football journalist Afreo Asrat in Addis Ababa and first asked how he feels about their performance so far in Cameroon. You know, in the first game, that early red card has changed a lot. You know, things were not good after that red card. Even the second game, they played, you know, one of the best football in the first half. But in the second half, you know, I would say the substitution or physicality, you know, things didn't went as planned. So for us so far, you know, all good. But we were we were expecting them to do to perform more. But you know, they tried their best. At least that's what that's what we have. You know, most of them are inexperienced players. They play in the domestic league. Almost ninety five percent of them. So for me, uh, it's a bit disappointing, but you know, they did their best. You know, the country is in a mess, but they tried their best to do well. And uh, Ethiopia's last appearance at the Nations Cup was back in 2013, so must be good to be back at the tournament. Of course, uh, this one is our second appearance in four decades. Um, we were the founding member of the, I mean, the African Cup of Nations, but things were not going, you know, on the right track for the past four decades, but. Now we are catching up, you know, our league now is growing up. Some of our players are playing the trade abroad. The league is on telly, you know, you can, you can understand from the level of football they are playing on the pitch. You now things are on the right track, I would say like that. But a lot has to be, you know, done, you know, a lot of work in progress. So there is a talent at home, but we really deserve, I mean, that the talent deserves to be seen, to be scouted. And the football really needs, you know, a well-mentored in structure in order to, you know, help the youngsters, I mean, to, to do their best in football. So I would say we are on the right track and uh, there is, but there is a lot of work to be done. Um, and I'm 100% sure that will definitely come by the next AFCON and then, um, in the next consecutive, um, series of AFCONs, uh, will definitely make that we are not going to wait another 31 years or another nine years. Uh, I believe uh, uh, we are on the right track, I would say like that, yeah. I was speaking there to Ethiopian football journalist Freyu Asrat in Addis Ababa. Uh, so Ethiopia have impressed in some ways, but they do need a big performance against Burkina Faso as Group A comes to an end today, Solis. In my mind and in the minds of many, Ethiopia have been a huge credit to the competition. I mean, even though they got nothing out of their opening two group games, I thought they were really unfortunate to go down to 10 men so early on against Cape Verde. That robbed us of a really good match. And against Cameroon, the 4-1 scoreline really did not do justice to their efforts. I thought they gave the hosts a real fight, not just in taking an early lead, but also in the bravery of their attacking. Uh, ultimately, the hosts turned it around, and in the end, it looked comfortable. But 
Ethiopia's first half display was for me really full of promise and imagination. But going into their final group game against Burkina Faso, I think uh, they will need to pull off something extremely difficult because Burkina Faso are themselves trying to get a result in order to secure passage to the round of 16. And there is an onus here on Ethiopia not just to win, but to win handsomely in order to, you know, repair their goal difference of minus four to some degree at least. I, considering that, I just do not see them managing it in the end, Steve. I, I really don't. Yeah, it's a big ask. Ethiopia mathematically still in it, but uh, it will be very difficult. And a Cameroon aiming for three wins out of three against Cape Verde. And I'm wondering, Solis, if we might get a tournament top goalscorer of note this time around with Cameroon's Vincent Abubakar on four goals already. Uh, Vincent Abubakar has started the tournament on fire and clearly with something of a chip on his shoulder. Uh, four goals in two games already suggests that he could be in for something uh, historic if the average holds up. That said, history has shown us that the knockout rounds are a different kettle of fish altogether. I mean, we saw that with, for example, uh, Samoleto, who is the all-time leading goal scorer in Nations Cups. The bulk of his goals would come in the group stage, typically, and then afterward, the tap would sort of run dry. Of course, that takes nothing away from Eto, who is one of the all-time greats. It just uh, serves to illustrate that it can become a different tournament altogether when the opposition gets tougher and the margins sort of shrink further. We've had some great goal scorers at AFCON who have hardly hit as much as Abubakar has now at any one tournament. Uh, you think of someone like Didier Drogba, for example, who I don't, he never scored more than three at any one AFCON tournament. So it's never an easy ride regardless of how well you start and there really are no guarantees. Uh, that said, you you feel very pleased. You have to feel very pleased for Abubakar. He's a very complete striker, and I think he has impressed. I can see him probably tagging Cape Verde, maybe for a few more, one or two more, and then um, by the end of the tournament, I could see him cl- getting close to Benny McCarthy's mark of seven from uh, 1998. That would already put him in exalted company, and for me, I think that would complete a real redemption arc. For Abubakar, I mean, this is a player who has fallen in and out of favor often with the national team. So, you know, getting this mark, getting this record, reaching this mark would be a real um, high for him. Yeah, sure. Vincent Abubakar got the winning goal at the 2017 Nations Cup final as Cameroon beat Egypt in Gabon. We'll see how many goals he can get this time around. Thanks, Solis. That's African football expert Solis Chukwu in Lagos. Uh, from me, Steve Vickers and Solis Chukwu, the show's back tomorrow and Cameroon Roars is a Passion for Sport production.